Talitha Kumi, God's message to his church. And he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and seeth the tumult, and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado, and weep? The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel, and them that were with him, and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and said unto her, Talitha kumi, which is, being interpreted, Damsel, I say unto thee, Arise. Mark 5, 38-41, KJV. A few days ago, I had a dream. In it, I had a significant other, and his name was James, and he came to my home with his ex. Needless to say, this was unexpected. So I decided in the interest of keeping peace, I would be magnanimous concerning this situation and allowed her to come in, and I treated her as I would a welcomed guest. Romans 12, 18 through 21. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, my house had a theater, an indoor pool, plenty of land, a beautiful pond, garden area, etc. So as we sat down on the couch just talking, I decided to show her pictures to help pass the time and keep things pleasant. Opening up my photo album, one of the photos was a picture of my pond and it was at this time she said to James, remember when you would come to my house and we'd go out on the lake? And he said, yeah. And she said, we had so much fun trying to pull him into reminiscing. Then I showed her a photo of a trip we went on, and then she asked James again, remember that trip we took to Paris? And again she'd laugh, oh, it was so much fun. It was as if everything I had, she saw, she would slip in as if meaning no harm, something she had and they did together that was seemingly better than mine. So in the dream, it was getting late and I was ready to turn in. And then she said, well, I could sleep on one side of James and you can sleep on the other. I got quiet for a moment and then I calmly turned to James and I said, I think it is time for you to make a decision. As if to say, with whom do you plan to be with? Because there is no she and I in your life. It's one or the other. Lately, I have been noticing that God has begun taking me to a point of seeing my dreams and visions as being not just about me, but about his people as a whole. On this wise, the Holy Spirit began to minister to me concerning this dream. James, the significant other, is also the name for one of Jesus' disciples. Therefore, James stands for us, God's children, his current disciples. I represented God slash Jesus, and the X represented things of your past life, the world. 
James, having left the world to follow God, however, like many of us, we are still trying to be friends with the world. By the same token, we expect God to accept this friendship and allow us to bring the world along when we are supposed to spend time with him alone. The ex slash the world is happy to tag along because along the way, it gets to drop these little seeds showing you how the things of God, his relationship with me, while nice and pleasant and yeah, you are blessed, but the things I have are better and we had so much fun. You see, the world doesn't want part of you. It wants all of you. To you right now, the world, which is the great whore, may be trying to seem as if what she is saying and doing is benign, but what she is is rottenness, filthy, a liar, and is only going along to find a way or an opportunity to get a stronghold so that she may drag you back in and ultimately destroy you. Luke 11, 24 through 26. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and finding none. He saith, I will return unto my house whence I came out. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Now I, representing God in the dream, is giving you time to see which one you will stay with. Taste and see that the Lord is good, right? Psalms 34 and 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. He has also cautioned you to not put your hand to the plow and turn back. But now the world has brought you to a point of compromise where the Lord is saying, I am at the point where I am not winking anymore. Acts 17, 29 through 31. For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is like unto gold or silver or stone, graven by art and man's device. In the times of this ignorance, God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent because he hath appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained whereof he hath given assurance unto all men and that he hath raised him from the dead that point is where the whore says i can take one side of james and you can take the other the whore has made her position clear I have been allowed to take an inch by getting into your home, eating your food, and sitting down for conversation. So now she goes in for the mile and makes this proposal. You can play church. I'm fine with that. You being a lukewarm Christian. But me representing God, I am saying this is your time to stop straddling the fence and being double-minded or else I am going to kick slash spew you out. Revelation 3. 13 through 16. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches, and unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans, write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. 
I would thou wert cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. In the dream, there came a time when she made her stance clear and I could no longer be cordial and I had to put my foot down. What we have to understand is we may act like we can still do things in the world, but the world, which is the whore, is always going to try to have you come back. We're at a point where we can't straddle the fence. God being me in the dream is saying to you, okay, there's a time when I let you play over here and play over there and give you time to make a decision and you chose me, but now you're messing around with that ex. We're just friends. But I'm putting you to the test. Is it going to be him, God, or is it going to be the whore? Is it going to be God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and those things of the kingdom? Or is it going to be the world, the devil, the whore? Deuteronomy 23, 17 through 18. There shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor sodomite of the sons of Israel. Thou shalt not bring the hire of a whore or the price of a dog into the house of the Lord thy God for any vow, for even both these are an abomination unto the Lord thy God. Mm. God is saying, wake up to his church because we're compromising. We've compromised so much that we've been lullaby to sleep. His church, the bride, indicative of the female slash woman, a damsel. So in that regard, when the Lord was talking about this girl who had died, for he says she's not dead, she's asleep. The world, the whore, these people out here that are doing wickedness, they think they can get away with it and continue to do so because they think the church is dead. They believe that the church is no longer relevant, that it's no longer significant, that it no longer has any power, that it no longer can do anything for us because we don't see any healing. We don't see any miracles. We don't see any change. We just see the church compromising to the point where we can't see where the world ends and the church begins, as in the dream, all of us in the same bed. The world, the whore, the devil thinks they have bound the strong man. Mark 3, 24 through 27. And if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan rise up against himself and be divided, he cannot stand, but hath an end. No man can enter into a strong man's house and spoil his goods, except he first bind the strong man, and then he will spoil his house. But the Lord is saying to us today that the church is not dead. The church is just asleep. And this is his message for the church. This is his message for his bride. Talitha kumi. Talitha kumi. Talitha kumi as being interpreted damsel i say unto thee arise it's now time for the church to arise and wake out of her slumber because the world as it is is rising up around us and we're compromising and we're saying oh it's okay because we don't want to look like we're being unreasonable and unpatriotic and offensive 
and the world, the whore, is saying, Oh, I understand. You're a Christian. I get it. It's fine. I'm good. We can be friends. But she's dropping these little seeds all when over you the were place. With me. Oh, remember? Remember when this was happening and that was happening? While it's doing that, these seeds are sprouting and taking root. And what seeds are we dropping for the kingdom of God? He told you what to do. He gave you his mandate. The devil got the memo. He stole it, remember? Because it wasn't his to get. So, in case you missed it, the Lord your God said in Genesis 1, 26 through 28. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image in the image of God created he him male and female created he them. And God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. I think that may also include Satan. What do you think? But instead, you're letting the devil and his spawn take over your sandbox. Give me a break. Take a moment to... You see how all these little random articles are surfacing again on the internet? Like the one that says, here are the things in the Bible that are offensive. And here's why. There's another one I saw that says, here are the things that you may be doing that the Bible says is a sin. With this picture of Kanye wearing ripped jeans, saying that God says you shouldn't wear torn clothing. Obviously misrepresenting the Bible. Because how can you reveal anything about someone you don't even know? You don't know God. So how do you think you can represent or reveal him to someone else? Because if you knew him, you know that is inaccurate. But just like the devil, they're testing you to see if they can get you to turn away from God. Like the serpent did Eve with misdirection and deception. So the whore is saying, since you're failing at following his dictates anyway, you might as well let it all hang out because... You can never be accepted by him because he's too harsh and demanding. So this is why we must compromise as not to offend anybody. We've got to compromise because you don't want to seem like you can't get along. God forbid. Well, I got news for you. The Lord said, I didn't come to bring peace. He said, I am setting mother against daughter and father against son. In Matthew 10, 32 through 37. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my father, which is in heaven. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's foe shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. 
So the Lord said, whilst it looked like it was a breakdown of what was happening with me in my relationship, the Lord wanted me to bring this message on a much broader scale. He said to me that we, his children, were meant to be his kings and his priests. Revelation 1, 5 through 6. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. He has sanctioned us to tell the world what thus says the Lord. And when we don't do that and we fall down on our jobs, then that is when we see what we see going on today. The world is just falling deeper and deeper, further and further into darkness. And believe it or not, when that darkness gets stronger and begins to take more ground, we can try to hold fast to everything around us. But if we don't do our jobs, that darkness will overtake you eventually. You and your children, because as he said, if you forget me, I will forget about you and your children. Hosea 4, 3 through 6. Therefore shall the land mourn, and every one that dwelleth therein shall languish, with the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven. Yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. Yet let no man strive nor reprove another, for thy people are as they that strive with the priest. Therefore shalt thou fall in the day, and the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. It's happening, people. It's here. God says he isn't winking anymore. It's time to repent, and he's done with playing games with the church. He's done with this compromising. Like with this dream, are you going to do what your job is to do and follow him and kick the whore out? Or are you going to follow the world? 1 John 2, 12 through 18. I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven, you for his namesake. I write unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because ye have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because ye have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because ye have known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because ye are strong and of the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away and the lust thereof, but that that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that is the last time. Talitha kumi! Talitha kumi! Talitha kumi! I pray ye be not deceived.